Hello and welcome back to another episode of the CrossFit Herald podcast. Today is episode 96 and we have Dina. Dina, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. <laughs> First question that always goes out is, what brought you to CrossFit Herald? Um, well, it was, it was actually recommended to me by my cousin and two of the members. Okay. Uh, I used to train with them in my previous uh, gym, so it was actually a recommendation. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and then your journey into fitness, has it been uh, a, a lifetime thing? Has it been, you've been in and out? It's been in and out over, okay. I'd say, 19 years. Wow, okay. Um, so... Where do I start? Right at the beginning. Okay, yeah, right, so. yeah, let's go from the beginning. <laughs> so uh, when I was after school, uh, when I was 19, I joined Fitness First and I trained quite a lot there. Um, and then I went off traveling around the world. I went to oh, wow. Australia for about just over a year. Uh, came back um, quite a lot heavier <laughs> than when I went was out Was it a there. boozy kind of? It wasn't. It was just, it definitely wasn't boozy, but it was definitely... Um, Indulging it, like exper- yeah. exploring the culture, right? Y- yeah, Which definitely. is, it can be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, because I actually put on two stone. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was quite a big difference. Uh, did your, um, <laughs> did your uh, lifestyle change quite dramatically? Like later nights rising up later it was everything it was one i was vegetarian when i was out there second of all you're traveling third you're a backpacker so you can't like trying to grab food whenever you can and i i wasn't fully aware of like you know all the nutrition that you you know that you have readily available now so i was probably eating way too many carbs and way too much sugar and i actually put on like the two stone within seven months of being out there. Well, the 20 years ago, <laughs> the message was very different of yeah. what to eat and yeah. how you should eat and stuff like that. I think if you look back at some of the textbooks from 20 years ago, yeah, it's like 60% of your diet should be carbohydrates. And then like yeah. over the last few years, I realized, oh, actually no, really more than no, no more than 40% should be. Yeah. And then depending on your sport, et cetera. Forget fitness for a second. Let's yeah. talk about your traveling yeah. um, across <laughs> sure. Australia. Um, so finished was it school uni college well, I, I, I didn't know what i wanted to do Fine. i didn't know what i wanted to do and um you know i was 19 years old and i knew that there was more out there that i wanted to explore before i try and go to university or figure out what i want to do with my life so i had been working part-time so i saved enough money to okay. buy a ticket to australia why australia um do you know what i actually met an old school friend i bumped into him in uh, uh, Watford, the Harlequin Shopping Centre, yeah, yeah. and he was just telling me about this exchange program that he was uh, that he's used to go to Australia. So I thought, oh, that sounds quite interesting. So then I Google them, and then I was like, okay, well, if he's doing that, well, I'll do it. I'll do it. And oh, literally nice. two months later, sign sealed. Off I went, and <laughs> I thought, the more I think about it, the less likely it is that I'm going to do it. And I just went. I was like. Um, it's kind of like now or never sort of thing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was probably it's obviously the best thing I've ever done. So in that time, yes, it was exploring the culture, doing whatever you wanted to do. Like yeah. there was no agenda. It was kind of just take everything. It was it? meant to be a working holiday. So okay. you work and travel, but there was a lot, <laughs> a lot more of traveling and not as much working. And it was just, uh, it was to experience life outside of the UK. Obviously I was still very young. I hadn't traveled much. Yeah. Um, and just to see what else is out there. Would you go back again? Um, I'd love to. I would love to go back to Australia again. I've not had an opportunity to. Did you? Did your year stop because of the working visa, or just because you thought I'm going to go um, for something different now? I, I ran out of money. So. Oh, right. okay, fair enough. <laughs> ran out of money. So my first stop was Hong Kong. Uh, spent a few days there, then uh, Australia. Travelled all the way around Australia. I even did Tasmania. 
then from there went to New Zealand, Fiji, oh, wow. and America, and then home. Um, and I, I had to come home because I had no money What left. experience? It was, it was obviously like the best year of my life. The, um, the work that you've done out there? Yeah, farm. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, quite common, isn't it? It was, um, and I think, yeah, it, it was quite common to do grape picking or working in farms. That was a lot, it was what a lot of people did. Um, and I didn't do that for the first few months. I kind of like, the first few months, actually, I worked in a call centre. So in Sydney, I worked in a call centre. And in Melbourne, I did the same. And then the rest of the time, I was looking for a job. <laughs> Couldn't find anything. <laughs> so I just continued travelling. And then I got to the East Coast. And I remember my friend mentioning that there's, um, there's a place called Bowen on the East Coast. And there's a lot of farm work there. So then I went there and I spent seven weeks just working on a farm. Well, I worked in a sun-dried tomato factory. Oh, right. Um, it was just really, like, it was just, it was just nice to just stand still for some time and money yeah, to yeah, continue yeah. traveling. Was it a traditional, like, nine-to-five kind of style? No, no. It was probably the first time in my life where I worked 15, 16-hour days for 21 days straight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that, that was because they, that was, they... The, the work was need the work was there. I needed, I wanted the yeah, money needed, so I could yeah. travel. And I was actually waiting for my friend to catch up with me anyway. So she was in uh, the West Coast. So we were planning to meet in Early Beach uh, to continue the rest of our travel. So I was kind of like, well, I'm going to be hanging around anyway. Might as well just continue yeah, working yeah. until we're ready to meet again. Because it is very common for people to go down under and yes. uh, go onto a farm yes. uh, or pick something. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I'm guessing that, that, that agricultural side is what drives yeah. like a lot of people to earn, yeah. earn that money, right? Yeah, and it was a working hostel, so you can't like go to the hostel to work. So the couple who ran it, they are the ones that actually take you to, drop you off to, to the oh, farms right. and pick you up sort of thing. So, oh, and I, I met amazing people. Yeah, do you, is anyone, there. do you still send contact with anyone? Well, uh, I mean, it was, it was 20 years ago, it was a long it time. It was 20 years ago, but the, uh, my friend Kerry, like she's like my best friend. So yeah, we still keep in contact. Oh wow, yeah, that's so, amazing. So um, Kerry, there's a few other people, like my friend Helen, uh, she's now in Canada, we, we keep in contact. There are a few people, um, oh, cool. but it's, it is quite, yeah, it is quite difficult. Cause you just meet so many people along yeah. the way. And I'm not on Facebook. So uh, it's, part, it's well, it's the easiest way to. It is the easiest way, but I've I've chosen not to be on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I don't sort of blame thing, you. Yeah. It's, it's it's good for yeah. it's good for a lot of reasons not to be. Yeah. Um, so over that travelling period, yeah, you realised that you you put weight on. Yes. Uh, you got back. Yeah. And you thought, what's my next move? I came back and I wasn't happy. Obviously, that I put on weight. You know, you're not like when I came back. I was, you know, I couldn't get into any of my clothes, and I was like, okay, well, I need to. Just you just lose your confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I lost my confidence, and I was like, well, I know what I need to do is to lose weight, and I actually did lose weight. I lost two stone in like a year and a half, so I did lose all that plus more actually. Because you would have been twenty, twenty-one coming back from. Was twenty? Yeah, twenty twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's quite like a pivotal part of, of in your life of like socializing and going out and dating yeah. and all those kind yeah. of things that where you- I was just focused on like my goal of losing weight. Yeah, yeah, where, uh, where people do, you know, that, that they become conscious of those things because up until that point, they might not have ever realized those things. Yeah. But especially through university life, like new circle of friends from, you know, yeah. different from school, they're into new things, you do new things. Yeah, you, and you also know. I couldn't get into anything. I couldn't oh, get right. into any of my clothes because I'd gone from like a size six, eight to 12 almost. Um, So, you know, all of that was playing on my mind. And not only how I looked physically, but how I felt Felt. as well. Like, 
Um, another another big reason, oh, part of my fitness journey is how I feel when I'm exercising or when I'm doing hiking. So the first hikes that I ever went on were in Tasmania. And that was when you were... Yeah, when that. I was actually yeah, yeah. in... Uh, yeah, when I was traveling around. And obviously it was difficult. I've never done hiking before. And then you go and you're doing five, six hour hikes up and down mountains. And that one was fine. But there's one in New Zealand where it actually changed the way I view fitness and um, you know how they say it's all in your head, like, you yeah. know, uh, how's, um, I guess training my mind to push past barriers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we did, so my friends and I, we did Tongarero Crossing, which is a famous hike in New Zealand. Okay. And there's this one stretch of the hike where it took me an hour and a half to do and everybody else was literally just going past me. Every step I had to stop. I was really, really struggling. And I told myself after that, that I'll never ever allow myself to feel like that again. Was that the physical demand yeah. of, okay, fine. So, and then that's changed the way I see fitness. So I'll, I'll do it, I'll push myself and I'll struggle, but I'll keep going. Keep going. Yeah. And persevering through. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, fitness wasn't, whilst you were traveling, that wasn't a priority. Yeah. You got back and that started, now it became a priority yeah. of what you wanted to change. Yeah. So you came back to England. Fitness then became part of your routine. Did you go completely nuts of it and was 100 miles an hour, six days a week, seven no, days a week? No, so I think the first year I did, I think the first six, seven months I spent going to the gym or working on a, you know, the running machine, etc. But I lost the weight because I was actually working at the airport, I was doing shift work and I was studying at the same time. So I actually dropped the weight because of the busy lifestyle. Yeah. I wasn't actually eating properly. Um, sometimes I'd, you know, when I was working at the airport, I'd get up at four in the morning, go straight to work. Then I'd finish about in the afternoon, go straight to college, come back and do the whole thing again. And sometimes I was so exhausted, I wouldn't didn't eat. Work, didn't eat. Yeah. What, what were you studying for uh, at the time? Sound engineering. Sound engineering. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so when me setting up all these microphones, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Garage uh, band, I've used that before. Yeah. <laughs> the first early versions of it, yeah. So what, um, at that stage of your life, what was like your focus point? What was your pathway to career-wise did you have an idea because you obviously didn't know what you want to do go and travel um, I did having those conversations with myself and I also do a lot I, I journal a lot I have done since oh, do I, yeah I have done for the last 19 20 years so I also like to see how I've changed how I've evolved um, and I'm you know I have those kind of like honest conversations with myself like what is it that I want to do is yeah. it, is, is that what I want or is that what society wants, wants, wants me to do so after that, I decided that, you know what, I don't want to do, um, I don't want to do finance. And then I kind of like transitioned into HR and which is where I am now. But even with me being in HR now, that's a very short interim goal because I think that the end goal is for me to work for myself. And that's kind of like where I'm aspiring to go. Yeah. Well, I suppose the background that you've got, yeah. music, um, <laughs> with, with finance and HR, there's absolutely, I'm sure there's there's loads of opportunities of, of, of things to, yeah. to work for yourself. And again, studying, uh, like I studied, because when I moved into HR, I didn't have any qualifications, yeah, so I studied HR. Beginning. And now I'm going to do further studies as well. Like, I just don't think you ever, ever stop or yeah. it's not something you, that I ever want to stop. Yeah. Stopping, like... Stopping learning stops you evolving as a, yeah. as a person, right? Whether that be in your job or if it's even like self-development in terms of 
how you are as a person. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to read books to understand that. Yeah. But if you can be aware of like, you know, whether it be behavior, mood, Absolutely. those kind of things. And I love reading. Absolutely love reading. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go through a lot of books in the year? I do. I haven't, I've been really bad the last year and a half, especially since lockdown. I've just not been able to get into that mind. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of change. Yeah, but this year, like, I know it's like a really like small goal, but like, again, like reading a book a month, which sounds really easy, but it's really not well, sometimes. I would imagine what, most books are what, three to 500 pages? Yeah. 30 yeah. pages, you know, 10 pages here and there every day. Yeah. You finish a book in no time. And the thing is, um, like I said, I love reading and you get to live so many lives when you're actually reading a book. And I love auto like biographies. Do. I, I read a lot of survival stories. Um, and they are they're life changing. Any favorite? Uh, um, ones that stand I think up? some of the common ones are like man's search for meaning. So what is your purpose in life? You know, and a lot of people struggle with that. Mm. You know, finding what they what they think they're here for. You know, what they want to do. What, what kind of Why legacy? Why they waking up? Yeah. What, what's their le- what's the legacy they want to leave behind? Um, there's uh, lots of Auschwitz uh, survivor stories as yeah, well. Yeah. Do you know? Obviously, uh, I don't know if you have recently noticed on Sky. There's been a lot of documentaries about. World War Two, yeah. uh, Auschwitz, the whole Nazi, pro- yeah. you know, the program. Um, and it is very fascinating to hear those stories of survivors and just yeah. just the events that, that went on. Because, I mean, obviously, I wasn't didn't live in that yeah. and haven't. I guess maybe ignorant, not ignorance, wrong word, but it's probably not sh- shown or brought to me. Yeah, like I didn't really enjoy I don't that think stuff we, at school. I don't think we learned about it enough in school. Yeah, I, I don't. I, to be honest, for me, I remember learning a little bit, but it wasn't yeah. made fun. So I never yeah. absorbed any of that information. Um, it was, we, I think when people say history, you're like, oh, you kind of oh, have, you get bored. <laughs> yeah, but it shouldn't be because- No, not at all. It's because of the history we are, where we are today yeah. sort of thing. Like COVID will be taught, the whole yeah. situation of lockdown and all yeah, that, that will absolutely. be taught in like next 10, 15, 20 years. And, and people will be reading about that going, wow, they shut down the country for two years of this yeah, infection. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they are some fascinating stories. Yeah, like I, stories. I went to Auschwitz, oh, uh, like I think it was four years ago. And then I read all the books after and it, it's just a really, really sad place when you're actually there and you think about mm. how many people lost what their happened? lives and you know, you, you go through, you walk through the gas chambers and everything. It'd be quite overwhelming. I, I, yeah, it, I was, it was, it was just so eerie. It was just, you just feel that, that, that energy. That There's a, a film uh, which I watched recently, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Have you seen that? No, but I've heard about this. That's a great film. Yeah. Um, and that's that's uh, a bit of a realisation of, to, uh, I don't know if the realisation is the right word, but how innocent children are and yeah. then what's around them. Uh, like it, it's, it's, not in, it's not installed in, in it, no one it breeds that and you know, there's no yeah. hate in people, but what they see and what's around them changes that person. Yeah. It's a very interesting film. If you ever get a chance to, yeah, to watch definitely. it, do. Um, so a lot of reading, yes. uh, a lot of self-development, um, starting from scratch, obviously with HR, you had to, to, yeah. to do that. Um, so the end goal for you is to- Work for myself. Work for yourself, put all those skills together. Yeah. In, the same, in the same industry? No, I actually, this is gonna sound crazy, but I actually want my own bookstore. Oh, wow. Yeah, I want my own bookstore. How would someone start that? <laughs> where does that, where, is, where do you begin? Um, is it a collection of your own books? Yeah, you- like, you know, there are sort of um, old books that you can collect. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm still How ex- popular is it that people still go to? I, I collect physical books. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a Kindle. I'm not going to ever own a Kindle because, I mean, it's sometimes it gets quite annoying having to carry big yeah, yeah. <laughs> books around. But I suppose the Kindle could, 
take away from your experience of being involved. Yeah, but I also highlight a lot of the things that I'm reading as well. Like if something that Stands resonates out. with me, then I'll highlight it. And I also put the date of when I read the book. So if I ever pass my book collection on to my children, if I have any or my nieces, and they'll know that, you know, they're auntie. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a little... That's stuff. quite an interesting... I've never thought of that. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, that's a very interesting... Uh, Speciality, yeah. starting own bookstore because you don't see many uh, bookstores. Not in in London, there are in central but, London. Yeah. yeah, there's actually one by. Um, it's an outdoor. I actually bought a couple of books. They're they're short. They're short novels, um, short stories. Um, uh, by Liverpool Street, uh, I think it's Liverpool Street. Possibly, okay. there's a guy that sets up a store. Um, actually, Spitalfields Market. That's where it is. Yeah, sets up a store. Uh, stall and there's just like maybe three to five hundred books yeah. on these like shelves and stuff um, but some really fascinating yeah. uh, some novels I can't remember the ones that I bought but they were they were quite cheap as well they were like five six pounds and yeah. you'd be engaged with it for like two three weeks and then you could I don't know give it to a charity exactly. shop you can donate it or yeah, leave it behind yeah. sort of thing but yeah there's like so many books like one of my favorite books that I've read is I guess everyone's read The Alchemist well, I mean, I haven't, but <laughs> yeah, I have heard of the book. Yeah, Alchemist. And there's a book that I read, actually one recently, it's called 438 Days. I would highly recommend that. It's okay. about a man that was lost at sea. For 438 days. 438 days. Okay. Yeah. And what's The Alchemist about? The Alchemist is about following your dreams. It's following your gut instinct. Um, I don't want to give it away, but yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's one, of, uh, one of the really sort of popular books to read. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, along all this, yes. fitness is slotting into your life here yeah. and there, okay? Uh, so, at this point, um, through the finance, kind of doing that, where yeah. was fitness? So, you're still a member of the gym, you're figuring those things out. Um, how important was the gym for you at that, those stages? Um, I did stop quite a few times, actually. There were periods where I wasn't training at all, and I couldn't fit it into my... Uh, my lifestyle um, um, and to be fair like after I lost weight when I came back from Australia like I said I, I make it I made it a point to never go back there again so my weight has pretty much stayed the same for the last 17 18 years when I lost it um, and it's just a matter of me just kind of like, you know just staying fit really um, so I've been a member of you know Virgin Active uh, Nuffield um, you know various other different uh, you know gyms, gyms yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what for you has changed over, let's say, the 17, 18, 19 years of training in terms of like fitness for you? Um, um, has like, whether it be the style that you've been more engaged with, whether it be the commitment to training in terms of like saying, right, I'm three times, I'm, I'm I want to train like consistently three, four times a week. It's I think this kind of setting where it's designed for you, the classes are designed for you is what, Works, works for, for you me. yeah I don't have to think about it because when I did go to the gym I would generally try and go to as many classes as possible me going to the gym and training on my own it's never worked yeah. you know and then I feel like I like the confidence going to the weight area anyway so you're not the first person and I think that. many women or many yeah. many people do in general so having something like CrossFit where I don't have to think about all I need to do is turn up that's the hardest part. Put, the yeah, yeah, part. yeah. It, well, it is the hardest part. <laughs> yeah. But it's very fascinating that people get this, uh, they're intimidated by the transition of doing their own yeah. program within the gym of whether that would be, that's the rain, um, <laughs> no. whether that would be uh, 
running machine or whatever it might be for a little while and then onto the resistance training for the machine. But then that whole free weight stigma around yeah. like not wanting to go is, is very daunting for a lot of people. Yeah, I can imagine. But for me, because I've never had one or the other, I was quite happy to just join something that's kind of designed for me. Yeah. And I just need to turn up. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't experience that like, oh, there's a weights area there. It's like that, that's, that whole situation's removed. No. So you said vegetarian as well? Yeah. Choice, habit, Choice, family. I was raised, yeah, yeah, raised a vegetarian and I was kind of like just stuck with it. And I think as I'm getting older, I'm more conscious about what I put in my body as well. How, I mean, I suppose you've been doing it for a long time, right? But have you found it very easy to get, because a lot of vegetarians who convert from meat and eat to yeah. being vegan find it very hard to, uh, I don't know what the right terminology is here, but very find it very hard to be consistent with their food and, yeah. and uh, design tasty meals. How has that been for you over the last? It's fine. fine. I think it's something, I think it's something you just need to give yourself time to get used to. Yeah. It's just yeah. like anything else. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But you've been patient with it, right? It's not- I've been patient with it. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a great cook. Uh, sometimes I'm quite a simple eater, but I know what it is, what I want, and I'll just go What's your go-to? What would be your go-to Um food? If I'm gonna be really honest with you, omelets, egg. Uh, it's really easy, especially like when you're busy, you're on the run, it's something that's really easy. A lot of the corn stuff, a lot of protein corn stuff is easy. Um, I, I'll make a lot of salads and then I'll throw in as much as protein as yeah, I as can. Possible. Yeah. Have you found like, obviously over the years where nutrition, for the last, let's say, decade, nutrition has been massive with regards to training and vegetarian and veganism has become even bigger. Have you found like the style of foods have changed in the supermarket to suit or have you found it easier or harder to buy? I think it's much, there's more, more variety available now as well because you've got veganism, which has sort of taken off. You know, vegetarian, like when I was traveling around Australia and I used to tell people I was a vegetarian. No one probably knew what it was. They were like... <laughs> why <laughs> and I'm like well why not you know and it was so unusual believe it or not everyone used to question it and I was like what is the big deal yeah I um, guess now it's just like oh. and now it's just like oh, no, no well, one even asks it's yeah just, no you, one even oh yeah you're a vegetarian it's fine yeah yeah and that's yeah. it um, because I guess in Australia they would obviously eat quite a lot of quite a lot of meat, meat. yeah it's quite meat heavy yeah but then I would imagine now as well with on the flip side to that yeah with the lifestyle those guys live is that there would probably be a lot of vegetarians yeah. and vegans. Uh, very outdoor lifestyle. Very um, outdoorsy. People are out on the beach. They're yeah. wanting to be in, you know, in, in shape. And they, a lot of people associate being in shape yeah. with being vegetarian or being vegan. Um, and I think I know why that is. Um, but have you, did you ever, have you experienced that? Mm -mm. No? No. Fine. Okay. Well, that scraps that then. <laughs> um, sometimes I, I think, because people make, want to make a change, right? Yeah. And the biggest thing that they need in their diet is consistency. Yes. But what they want to do is change the whole thing. But and actually... Again, like you said, it is being consistent, but um, I'm very much aware of what I like. Yeah, and I yeah, also yeah. know that there's certain foods that I will never eliminate from my from my diet. Yeah, yeah. So I've learned to live with that because uh, why, why would I want to change that? It's trying to balance it, trying to 
you know, be healthy, but also... Still eat the foods that you enjoy, right? Eat the foods that you enjoy. I think this is one thing that's probably, we've spoke about in quite a lot of the podcasts, is that if you don't like a certain food, yeah. you don't need to eat it. You want to eat foods that are enjoyable and not because you think there's a benefit of eating it yeah, because of the like, way that it's going to make you look. There's times when I've gone through and I, you know, I love chocolate, absolutely love it. Oh. Who doesn't, right? And I've tried to substitute dark chocolate, but what I've done is... You've had more of it. I'll have... I had the dark chocolate and then I end up eating <laughs> the normal milk chocolate anyway so I should have just gone there in the first place and like I've just I just know that I, I, I love chocolate and uh, not just chocolate desserts and it's just something that I'm not going to give up what's um, your favourite uh, well two questions your favourite chocolate and then your favourite dessert I don't have a favourite I can literally go yeah. through anything and everything uh, you know there's times you know Marks and Spencer they do the cornflake bites yeah oh I they're can, good I mean, I can finish the tub in two days. Yeah. Two, I'll, I'll give you a run for your money. One, <laughs> one day. I mean, that's me being, <laughs> that is me holding back because I don't want to feel ba- bad about myself. But yeah, I used to go through those quite a lot. And like, there was a period actually just before lockdown where I did put on a couple of kilos and I was like, but how can I be putting on a couple of kilos? I eat really healthy. I have salads for lunch. My breakfast is very standard, but then it's it's because I was going through stuff like that. That's yeah. really, really high in sugar. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. The sugar stuff is the danger stuff. Yeah. Um, and I guess you can eat as many greens as you want in, in, in some way, as much protein as you want. Yeah. There's obviously things to that too, but it's the sugar. Yeah, the and sugar's sometimes what sticks. in a day, I'll go through, you know, half a chocolate gatto. Then I'll have like a, yeah. I mean, I can go through quite a lot How of How do you keep it off? I don't know. Do you know what? Because, I'm, because I know I'm doing that and it's not all the time. I'm very conscious. Like, yeah. Okay, allow yourself that. But then I have to train or I have to do something. Yeah. Like, for example, just before I went to Grenada, um, I stopped training here for two weeks because I just wanted to sort of semi-isolate before I went off. And I was like, oh my God, two weeks of no training. What am I going to do? Like, that's just, I can't, that just didn't sit well with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then I started running. And I was like, well, I don't really like running. I'm not a runner, but I thought, you know what? I have Give to do something. I have to do something. And for the first time in my life, and again, this is a big deal to me, I ran two and a half miles in 25 minutes without stopping. That's massive. That's very and good. And it's because of my training here at CrossFit. It's, well, I'm it's, glad that you... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you... That. Um, and I thought the first time, I thought, well, maybe that's just a fluke. First time I've done it, you know. And then I did it again a few times, a few days in a Later. row. And I was like, okay, I was able to keep that momentum. So I might eat bad, but I'll also make sure that I'm doing some form of to, training. To, yeah, In some way to compensate. Yeah, otherwise regard. I'll end up looking like a house like <laughs> if I carry on eating like that. Well, the, sh- the sugar is, I think, having been in the industry for a very long time, I think yeah. sugar is the biggest, like it's the devil, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's not, it's the overindulgence of sugar. Yeah. Because uh, obviously things have been modified for our taste buds to yes. make us want more and things like that but you know if you're having a piece of chocolate a day or they're things that you enjoy right you don't want to completely take everything away I go through phases yeah where you just won't have any no no. oh oh, okay all right fine (laughs) of certain types of chocolate you know chocolate biscuits yeah biscuits like I'm obsessed with the uh the chocolate covered uh covered pretzels yeah, they're good. And I've gone through packets. <laughs> oh, the, there's a there's a blue the packet. Flips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. The, oh my god, I've gone through like quite a few packets. See, I don't like month. pretzels. Yeah, no, put them in do chocolate. <laughs> yeah. It's a different story. I don't either, but those packets are quite dangerous. And mm. I've bought like five, six in the last couple of weeks, and I've gone through gone through more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And then I'll go through a phase where I just want eclairs. Oh. 
Um, again, I'll purposely Dina, buy... Dina, what are you doing here to me? I'm I'll, I'll, I'll craving, <laughs> craving all this I'll sugar. I'll purposely buy just the two. You know, so I'll have one and I'll have another one the next day. Um, but again, I'm very, very much aware of what I'm doing for our shows. I'll buy the, the, the trays Six, and I'll go yeah. through... The, no, not... Oh, the 18. The 24. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what I'll uh, yeah. is Apple turnovers. Do you oh, like them? Yeah. 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 But they're, uh, they're yeah, dangerous. And anything you know like apple pie with custard yeah and sometimes i'll just want the custard and i'll just eat the custard on its own i used to as a kid um used to have chocolate cake custard yeah and uh it was a cake from sainsbury's like a a full obviously the smaller cakes yeah um, like a sponge cake yeah sponge cake yeah full sponge chocolate cake and mum would be like i would be like mum i want chocolate cake and custard and like it would start off with like a little yeah. slice and I'd be like no put more right? custard on yeah so good yeah um, so you figured out what works for you in terms of yeah. food you figured what works for you in terms of, of training yeah. and now obviously work you're, you're putting that together managing that do you find that sometimes it can be over, quite overwhelming trying to put everything all together uh, yes but um, it can be but I sometimes I, need, I just try and plan my weeks. We can stop weeks. shouting at each other now because the rain's... Uh, <laughs> I try and like uh, plan my weeks. Okay. Uh, of, like if I know I'm going to be going to the office or if I'm going to be going out in the evenings, I'll pick days where I know that I can commit. Um, and the other thing is when I've committed to going, it takes a lot for me to then cancel. Okay. You know, I, I, you're, don't you're, get me wrong, it yeah. happens. And the times when it happens is when I'm so physically exhausted, I cannot actually attend because it's going to do me more harm yeah, yeah. going yeah. than actually... Yeah. yeah, but because that doesn't sit well with me, because uh, you know you've some, committed to that. I've committed, and it feels like I've failed already. Yeah, I failed yeah, yeah. at something, whether That's that be the first, yeah, the Makes first uh, goal of the day or towards the end. But it takes a lot for me to say, "Right, well, actually, I'm not going to that session." Yeah, and um, with with uh, with planning your week, because obviously you said you journal and stuff. Do you reflect on that and be like, you know, this was a really good week? Oh, I, I, know I capture what I everything. Yeah, absolutely everything. Oh, wow. Yeah, I capture everything, all my failures, all my goals, um, everything that I've achieved. And then I look back, right, okay, where was my mind this time last year? How much impact has that had on you, do you think? Uh, it's good. It's also good therapy, right? Because you're getting it out. You're getting those thoughts out of your head and into paper, whether you speak to somebody or whether you're doing it that yeah. way. And there's nothing bad about that. They're no, just no, open thoughts that you can have. The com- open yeah. thoughts. And then sometimes like, I've not gone back to stuff that I've written like nine, like when I was like 19, but... <laughs> You can imagine how, you know, how... A different way of thinking. <laughs> different way, but also, like, um, how delusional maybe my dreams were back then. Or, you know, <laughs> you just don't... It's just I want to be good. a rock star by Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just something really nice to sort of look back on. And, you know, uh, I want to keep growing, uh, evolving. I don't want to be stuck in that same mindset yeah, where, yeah. you know... Uh, of course. So, and cool. this is how I, how I do it, basically. And... Uh, Along kind of the, the whole journey of, of, of life as well. Yeah. Have you travelled to other places? Have you seen other places? Because you yeah. obviously went to... Yeah, I've done a lot of travelling. Yeah. So I've been very, very fortunate around that. So, um, yeah, I've been to Canada. I've been to the States. I've been to Panama, Costa Rica. Oh, wow. I've been to Mexico, Grenada, St. Lucia, Barbados. I've been to China. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, the list is endless. Yeah. I've What's been, been to, your favourite? Um, oh, they all... Just so many different memories. Are they all different reasons or were they work or all oh, holidays? Or just pure fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Namibia was one of okay. my... Uh, one of the top sort of holidays. It was a proper adventure. Is yeah. that what you like out of holiday? Yeah. Like, it was just different. So, there was, there, was, uh, there was five of us, actually. And it was just a different kind of holiday. Uh, it was just, yeah. 
it was a safari you know we we did self-driving we did camping uh so that was interesting in itself um you, you mentioned about the hiking earlier yeah uh, are they are, the, are these all places that you would go to you'd look and be like is there somewhere that i can actively um, have an outdoorsy kind of holiday or not holiday it's the wrong word because yours is more of an experience right yeah. holiday is sitting down on a sun lounger yeah enjoying the sun but although you might want that and have had that it sounds like you enjoy more the experience side of going to do believe it or not hiking is not something i enjoy <laughs> do you, but you do i do it because of the mental challenge it helps me overcome that and get me don't get me wrong every hike you'll have a different uh, yeah, set yeah. of emotions and you know I guess mental bar- barrier that you have to push past um, like my friend and I she lives in uh, Geneva and I visited her I think it was when I visited her in 2019 we did a hike uh, in Ch- Chamonix and again it was only like a two three hour hike but I could tell I was really really struggling and I kept, <laughs> I kept asking her like how much longer and she's like Dina she goes that's the first time I've actually been like that and it's because I was struggling it's because I haven't done it for a while and then you have to push past that and yeah. it's the physical it's also a physical limitation yeah, that course. you have to push past because you're, you have to get your breathing right as well because you're you're going up in, in altitude. It becomes, yeah. Diffi- yeah, it becomes, becomes difficult. difficult. Well, you've had some experiences. Yeah, um, I've done uh, the famous Tongarero, um, not Tongarero, uh, the Choltunga in Norway. So you would have seen the famous Norway hike where there's like a ledge that goes out, comes out of the mountain. That does ring a bell actually, yes. Yeah, I've done, done that. that. Again, that was a crazy hike that my friends and I, my my friends and I did so we went to Norway Friday after work uh, we picked up the car at the airport as you casually do <laughs> finish work do. go to Norway the plan was to start the hike in the morning so we can see the sun come up uh, so we drove we took but they the, don't get much day, daylight do they no, in summer they get uh, they get longer days okay. uh, so the idea was to you know straight, experience as much of it yeah exactly yeah. so we got to um, Bergen around I think it was 11 o'clock in the evening we picked up the car, we put in the, the route to, to get to where we needed to go and we put in the wrong route by accident. So we ended up on a ferry route. So we got to the ferry port at seven in the morning. We had to wait until we got on the ferry. So we didn't, we've not slept by the way. Oh, wow. uh, and then we, <laughs> we started that hike at 10 in the morning, did the hike, came back and then bless my friend, drove us to Bergen, which is another three hours got to Bergen and we tried to check into a hostel the hostel was closed uh, we literally just slept in the car <laughs> so I'm sure along that there was a lot of good experiences there was a lot of good I mean it's just one of those crazy holidays right you we had but it's, every, it makes we had, all of it well that's the thing we had everything planned but it was sometimes just those, things don't go and they're the best stories right? yeah 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 so yeah. um what what are your what have you got plans what are in what's in your foreseeable that you want to commit to in terms of whether it be personal or fitness wise that you want to achieve out the next few months um i think fitness wise um i do want to do something more i think i want to push myself to a place that i've not gone to <laughs> well gone the, yeah to i mean there's loads of ways to measure that right yeah. you can measure that through different yeah different intensities, so, weights yeah definitely and you know what i will say one thing every time i come to a session it's never easy so i always know that i'm pushing myself and improving in that and sense. i'm proving because whenever whenever i do a session that's easy i've not pushed myself so I've never been to a session where it's been easy. Good. So, <laughs> you know, I'm always pushing myself. Um, I do want to do more studying this year if I can. Yeah. Um, that's one thing. I do want to buy a place. That's also something on the agenda. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, relationship. <laughs> Find somebody. 
that's, that's hard that's, yeah that's hard yeah. Um, but especially again, with how the world is kind of more gone it so is and, um, and you know when you watch uh, documentaries like Tinder Swindler yeah I've been, t- I've been told about this <laughs> yeah. I'm yet to watch it um, you know and I've been on the dating apps I've, I've you know gone through quite a few dating apps but sometimes that connection is not it's not always possible on the dating yeah. apps as well and you just oh. don't know who you're getting on the other side I, um, I would imagine that it's quite difficult because what people portray to be is going to be very different to what they yeah. are and I've had that you, you just like you know you don't know anything about you just them. don't know anything and you know most of the time when I'm speaking to somebody the first thing I'll say is like let's set up a video call especially during lockdown you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, I just want to know that you are who you say you are. And you'll be surprised how many people you just don't hear from <laughs> again when you sort of suggest that. Yeah, for some people, completely normal. Yeah. For some people, not so comfortable with. Yeah, or some people just want to just be able to chat. Just on the, just like a pen friend kind of way, but a digital pen friend. Yeah. Very interesting, that. <laughs> Very interesting. Um We've actually run out of time for today. Okay. But really appreciate your time. No worries. Um, Thank you so much. And guys and girls, we'll join you again (laughs) next week.